Let's begin now. Welcome in Thursday night, Jay Binkley, Julio Sanchez with you tonight. It's been a minute since I've said that. Been a lot been of a minute, minute, huh? Dustman, he'll be back with you on Monday. Got a lot of draft stuff tomorrow night. I think we'll get to we'll get back into the well. It's, it's that time, you know. Chris Uno, Sarah, and I do the character concerns. We talk a lot of draft. We've done all year. I'll get get into that tomorrow night. You just we'll get no some, breaks we'll get for some, you, huh? Well, Straight we'll, from the Super Bowl to the draft. We'll huh? do that. We'll do that tomorrow. But obviously, the the parade yesterday. I thought of you, Julio. I know you were down there working, yeah. and uh, what a wild deal! I, did, I mentioned Blake earlier. Produced last night. We saw him walk in. Like you just tell by his looks, his expressions. He's like you were right there, weren't you? And he was. He was like you know right there and heard the the gunshots and everything else. And uh, but I know you specifically. We're working down there on the presentation, the mic, everything else. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was on the stage while it was happening, and uh, you know, in Union Station when you know things were kind of going on. So, um, you know, maybe I can bring a little bit different of a, a perspective. You know, uh, everyone's kind of telling their stories today, um, and maybe I can bring a little bit of a unique perspective, only because you know I haven't heard anyone really speak on being on stage right and being in union station when the second round of shots went I off. I have not heard that either so it's first um, i've heard of it yeah so you know i, I got to say you know first of all condolences you know uh, to to the you know to the family of those that everyone that was affected by that i Absolutely. know I, I couldn't even sleep last night with everything that happened um you know i was on stage i was doing the presentation i was you know with Mitch doing the trophies and moving you know kind of towards the end there things were wrapping up you know last year was a lot different of a feel when things were kind of wrapping up you know the players were, were on stage we were taking pictures with, with everyone um this was a had a, a lot different of a feel right and, and i say that because as they were wrapping up some of the players were already kind of starting to trickle off and, and last year they did stay more longer like up on stage right, right? it's hard to remember yeah yeah and so you know the, the players kind of slowly trickled off and then all of a sudden you see a mass of the players and coaches start funneling off and i was like thinking to myself man this is a little bit strange you know it's much different than last year you know what's going on you know and as soon as i kind of saw that fbi agents it was three fbi agents and i was on the right side of the stage the the players were on the left side um, three FBI agents came on our side and were like, you know, hey, get off the stage. Something's going on in the crowd. Um, but they didn't say what was going on. And as soon as they said that, I look out into the crowd and I just see a sea of SWAT police officers kind of running. And I'm, I'm looking to the right and then I see everyone dispersing. I'm like, oh, you know, well, it's out in the crowd. You know, we're safe. So we, we all kind of get off stage and kind of go start going into the station. How bizarre was this for you, though, Julio? Because it's like so it see, surreal, man. It's like something you see in a movie. It's obviously it was a movie. you've ever experienced before. This is, like, it was a movie. And to see it from that angle. Did it feel like your life was like, like, it was like closing in? It was or slow I'm just motion. curious because 
You know, it's just things you're not used to seeing. Yeah, and it, it, it was it was seriously, it was like watching a movie, slow motion, mm-hmm. and I just see the crowd dispersing, and you couldn't hear the gunshots from where we were. I mean, it, there's just so much noise, and you're on stage, and you know the music was so loud, and the stage was vibrating, so you you didn't hear that. You just saw the crowd dispersing. So I'm thinking, you know, we're we're safe. Let's just get off the stage, and we, you know, our group and the employees and stuff start getting off stage. We're walking into Union Station. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm set up in Pierpont's right on the right hand side. We have a little table. You know, I, I walk in there, I text, I'm in there for maybe a minute, minute and a half. You know, I text my family within that time frame of, hey, something's going on out there, but we're safe in Union Station. Not 30 seconds after I send that text, I just hear everyone, you know, on that side of, of Union Station start screaming and running and they're all running and they're, they're trampling each other. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I hear the gunshots, that second round of gunshots, pop, 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 which I heard after. So I don't know what was going on as far as, you know, if they were trying to get in the building or if they were just running through and people saw them running, th- saw, you know, the shooter running through, they were running from them into Union Station. I, I, I don't know. I can't speculate on that. All I know is I heard people running and trampling each other. So I start jumping over tables um, in Pierpont's, you know, trying to get over to the VIP section because I figured, you know, one, it's, it's further away from what's going on on that side of Union Station, two. Obviously, VIP section, there's going to be more security there. So I start jumping over tables. I'm hiding. You know, I eventually find a spot, um, you know, in the VIP kind of, they had VIP curtains that sectioned off that side of, of, uh, of Union Station. So I'm hiding behind the curtains in between. And as I'm hiding there, I, I hear, you know, everyone crying and screaming. I see a family, you know, a wife and three kids that, you know, three little girls that were in a corner trying to hide themselves in a black curtain. Right. I see people. Uh, there was one gentleman, a chief's employee who was hiding himself. He pulled the metal, you know, the, the metal um, carts that you put the food in, pulled the food out and was hiding in the metal cart. You know, I'm hiding under the table between the curtain and I'm trying to peek over and see what was going on. And I just see people continuing like smashing each other. Um, and when I res- right when I looked up, you know, one of the cooks from the restaurant had opened the door, which I hadn't even seen to get to the back of the restaurant. So, you know, he's seen me, I seen him. He's like, Hey, come on. So I grabbed the family. I grabbed, you know, a couple of the chief's employees and I'm trying to usher them into the back, um, into the coolers. And we ended up hiding everyone in inside of the freezers back there. Um, and then, you know, after about a minute and a half, I can't, I come back out and I, I, you know, I see all the police and it, again, it was, it was like, it was like another movie scene, you know, seeing it had to be 20, 30 cops entering that side of, of, uh, of union station, um, trying to get to the other side to protect everyone that was, you know, in there. So I'm sorry. It was, it was very, it was a very, I haven't heard, I haven't heard much, you know, the, what the inner workings of the inside of it. It was, it was so, you know, they, they finally kind of secured the inside of union station. And, and this is what made it even in, even more scary than what had already happened is, you know, we're, they're trying to get everyone, you know, downstairs and then out to the back because that's where all the buses were. Well, you know, understandably so, right? There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of different arms of law enforcement trying to coordinate, right, on what's going on. Yeah. Where is it? Where is it happening? You know, so we get about halfway down and they're like, no, everyone go back up. We get back up there and like, no, everyone go back down. Only, only, only the cheers section, you know, needs to go up here because they're going to ride the buses back with the players. So we continue to go back out. Well, that back exit was right across from the Weston parking garage where the shooting, you know, where that shooter was still active. So 
they're trying to run us through to the back of the buses. And we sat on the buses for, you know, probably an hour and a half having no clue what was going on, um, which was, was scary because we thought it was over. We're on the buses where everything's good. Come to find out we weren't safe. So, you know, all that's going on. Um, and, the, you know, another, another scary part of that was that a majority of people in there, their cell phones weren't working. So I was on, I was on, uh, I was on, as soon as it started happening, I called my fiance uh, and was on the phone with her the whole time I was in Union Station. So she could hear all the police, she could hear everyone crying, she's crying, you know, and, and I have a six-month-old daughter. So, you know, seeing those, those children and those, you know, the mothers crying and, and just in absolute tears, you know, was heartbreaking. I couldn't sleep last night. Um, I, I, I could tell Julio, uh, you're real... I, I don't, I'm not one, you know, with, I'll give with you credit my feelings. For being here. I'll give you credit for working tonight. But, yeah. But seriously. I, well, you know, and, and I thought about not working tonight, right? Because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm exhausted mentally, physically, emotionally. And no one would have blamed you. But uh, just, it's important, I think, for me, and the reason why I showed up tonight was yep. to share my story. You know, A, you know, for those individuals that did go through it, yeah. right, to, to know that they weren't the only ones to go through it. You know, we all share that pain. You know, B... Those that weren't that weren't there and didn't go through it can have some semblance of of what happened, knowing that those of us that were there are going to have to relive that day the rest of our lives. And, you know, and that's that's something I will I will never be able to get rid of. And I, I just thank God that again that I didn't get hurt or everyone inside. You know, it, it didn't. It wasn't worse inside Union Station because it could have been bad. I, I will say, you know, there couldn't have been more security there. I mean, that's that's what's the, uh, probably the most disappointing is, you know, you have 800 officers and their presence was felt. Oh yeah. But it only took seconds for it to happen. For law enforcement was all over that place, man. I mean, they the way they controlled the crowd leaving out and everything. I mean, it was. I mean, obviously, it's going to be chaos in the beginning. But there's nothing you can do. I mean, there's, there's just there's not, that many people. It but takes what a, a job. I mean, what, I mean, the, the first responders, man, that was a, I mean, they did an amazing job. Between and, that, the doctors, the nurses, the firemen, and they the secured medics, the they law secured enforcement Station. from all the agencies. Yes, so quickly. I, I mean, they really did an amazing quick, job. It? it was just, but there's nothing you can do, you know, and it, yeah. it's just unfortunate for the city. Um, you know, we'll all have to, again, live with that for the rest of our lives. And and I know, you know, we shouldn't live our lives in fear, but I, I, I will tell you this. I, I will forever second guess going into crowds that big, especially bringing my daughter and my fiance and, and, and my family to events like that. You know, it's it's easy to say, don't live your life in fear, right? It's it. But when you actually are the one going through it and seeing it and yep. seeing, you know, I, I saw children's backpacks scattered. I seen individual little children's shoes and sunglasses scattered all over Union Station. Everything was knocked down. Tables were flipped. Food was everywhere. You know, people are crying. People were injured from being trampled. You see that stuff in real life. It, t- it tends to change your perspective a little bit on, on, on those types of social situations. Yeah, I can tell, man. I can tell. I've known you for a long time. You know, I've seen you usually in really good moods, to be honest with you. I'm a pretty positive person, but there's nothing positive about this. I know, there's not. And I can can tell. I mean, I can physically, I've seen you enough that I know you're bothered by this. 
and you really are. I'm glad you showed up. I mean, it shows a lot that you showed up to work tonight because you didn't want to because you it's saw important. things that you saw things that from different aspects. A lot of people didn't see because you were on the inside of it and people were, were, you know, trampled. You were getting moved over to a freezer and all that. And I am curious because I, I do think it's interesting because you've, you, you've seen this because there's been a lot of talk, you know. Yeah. You know, should they do this again or would you go again and you can't live in fear of not doing these things and being around crowds and do you remember that uh it was a great white or something like that was performing at a nightclub in like rhode island you remember that it, it, everybody was trampled there's like a lot of people died at the front door yeah, of, the, yeah. of the nightclub or yeah. whatever i forgot what band it was but there was a band there and people were stuck like in that door and i remember you know i wasn't there obviously but I remember once that happened, like you're, you're cognizant of where you are. Like when you're in a bar or a restaurant, you're, you're looking at the windows. You're looking, all right, I'll take that bar stool right through this window right here. Like you think about these things. And I, I think that honestly, you will look at that. I think that you won't go anywhere without. Every time. No matter where, where I go now. Is. And that's okay. I mean, that's a natural feeling. Yep. And, and look, bullets don't discriminate. And, and I can tell you firsthand, being in there, there were still several players that were out and about in Union Station with the rest of us. so They were comforting uh, children and stuff. It looks yeah, like Trey yeah. Smith and the bunch was on well, Good Morning the, American. They were in the back. They were There were players still out in the main part of Union Station that were still consoling people. That was like Trey Smith, I think, was out there. James well, Winchester. Jerry Sneed was right there. He hasn't. I haven't seen anything social media wise. So Sneed was out but there. He was out out there with everyone. Really, and I think I think it might have been someone in his party that I don't know if they broke their ankle or whatever the case may be. He was getting medical attention, but Legarius Sneed was right there in front of everybody too. And I, I don't know if there was another player. I couldn't tell who it was that was with with them as well. But they were they were right out there with everybody else. So there was no discrimination on on who was being necessarily protected. You know, if you were out there, you were out there. It's just, it, it's scary stuff, man. Yeah, I, I just looked this thing up. It was a station nightclub fire is what it was. It was 100 people, 100 deaths in that thing. I mean, you hear something like this, you like, think about it. I, I'm curious. It, would you go to a parade tomorrow? I would not. I, I would not. Would you go in a year? Uh, what would it take for you to go to one? Right now, nothing. Really? Uh, I mean, obviously, we'll need some time to heal and really, but completely understand. I don't. I don't think right now I could put my family in a public situation like that again. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I couldn't answer that right now. Sure. I, I would like to say that I would uh, again because I don't want to live my life in fear either. Sure. But it's easier said than done. When you yeah, see, yeah. What I think happens. that's the key words right there. Easier said than done. Because we'd like to say it, but you've been through it. It's a little bit different. I, it's I a little bit feel, different with you saying it than somebody else saying it that hadn't gone through it because you've gone through it. I would feel much more secure in a in a more secure location, right? So something like an Arrowhead or in the parking lot where you can control who comes and goes. You can do it in the parking lot. Like there's, I, I don't have the solution to it, but having, again, that many people in one location, it does, you can have all the the you know law enforcement you want there it takes again seconds and that's what happened and you and that's uh, what's the most scary part you can talk to somebody yeah i mean the, you know the the chiefs and 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 you know they have all reached out if we need the resources uh, you know they have provided those means which was was very kind yeah you know I, i'm still processing so i'm not going to say that I, sure. I wouldn't down the road need to you know i, I i'm just trying to dig through my emotions and, mm -hmm. and figure out what's going on with myself and my family, you know, not just for my sake, but you know, again, my fiance, 
had to hear me going through all of that live, which I, uh, on her end, I, I can't even imagine either. You know, I, yeah. I, I would I would be freaked out if that was the roles were reversed. You know, it was a situation you've seen, but you were in it, and that's that, that scarred you, man. It scarred yeah. you. I, I will. I, I, I've been forever changed. You know, it, again, it, it's different when you see it on TV. Sure. And you think it, it's not going to happen to you, but it absolutely can. Wow. It's pretty powerful, Julio. I could tell. I could tell when I first saw you that I could tell when I talked to you this morning because I was unsure. I, I didn't get a wink. Players of only is usually on right now. Obviously, the season you know ended there, and uh, well, Dana Hughes did uh, uh, later. So he was on Cody and Gold earlier today. He had some stuff to say from his experience, you know, that was there. We'll talk to Matt Fleener, by the way, KNBC Channel Nine, who's been all over this um, at six thirty. But uh, I did want to hear from you because I, I do think that, that that's a topic you. that people talk about, Julio. Like, would you go to the parade again? I mean, it, it, and it should be. Because I'm on the stance like, yeah, let's do it. But yeah. again, you went through it, which you're going to have a different stance than me, and I respect your stance more than mine because you've lived it. No, and, and my, my opinion is not more important because I went through it than, than anyone else's. No, it's but understandable, it a, though. It's a discussion that yeah. I, absolutely needs needs to be had. Otherwise, nothing's going to change. No, I don't, it's, it's interesting, Julio. I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry, man. I, I'm sorry I, you went through that. I, I am this I'm is, this blessed is that, that I came out on the other side. That you have these things going forward. Like, this is the stuff that makes me mad. Uh, all I know, man, is that was the best feeling in the world, finally getting home and being able to hold my my baby and, and my I'm fiance. Sure. And just that's how I spent my night, just just loving on them because yeah. it puts puts a lot of things in perspective. You this, know? this is the stuff that pisses me off, honestly. It's, I, I'm it's to the, the point now like where I'm getting angry. It had nothing to do with anything. And, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, and I'm working through those, yeah. <laughs> those ranges of emotions and – I'm falling on the anger portion at, at this point, you know. I'm feeling uh, once you process through your feelings that uh, a beer's in order at some point, my friend. Maybe a few. Maybe, Maybe a, a few. few. Yeah. You know. But anyway, thanks for being here, man. Yeah. Thanks for telling your story. Yeah. Thanks for having Texting me. Loves, you know, loves hearing it because it was a side that we hadn't heard. Yeah. No. Hey. Thank. Thank you for letting me. You know use this platform course, to, to again to connect with with others out there that maybe went through the same thing and or that didn't but but have a chance to experience it in a different way yeah powerful stuff brother powerful stuff we'll take a time out we'll come back we'll get the uh, short segment that matt fleener kbc channel 9 joins us thanks for telling that julio